Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hi lovelies. So today I'm going to be sharing with you the three steps to getting it done. And before I do, I do want to tell you how this came to me and share that I don't think that I created these three steps, but once you learn them, once you hear them, they might even be so obvious that you think, I already knew this. And I want you to think about how often your brain dismisses things because it says you already knew it and challenge, I'm challenging you to stop believing your brain when it tells you that you know something if you're not getting the result that you want from it. Because knowing something in theory alone is not ever truly knowing it. You know it by doing it. Before then, it's like a hypothesis. It's an idea. It's something to be tested. It's something someone else said. And the reason that I am pausing to say this is because I know there are some of you, if not so many of you, that listen and love this podcast and nod your head along and then go back to your life without implementing it. And I know this because I was that person. We are all wired to be this person. And my goal for you listening to this today, giving the time to learn and to improve yourself, is to create change that you want with it. Change that I know that you are already capable of. And I want you to feel empowered with all the possibilities that lay ahead of you. Okay, so today we learn and we do together. These are three simple, effective, powerful steps to get anything done and will also very clearly, cleanly and obviously highlight why things aren't getting done, which is also a super useful part of the process. So it's like double bonus impact, a double whammy. Okay, so I was doing my morning yoga and my mind kept kept taking me to my day, my week, my things, my to-dos. It wanted to start filtering through and making decisions so I could hit the ground running. It's like, its idea to do that was to interrupt my relaxing yoga and sneak in some pre-planning. And I wanted to call this out and share this with you because if you catch your brain doing that, like interrupting your downtime to think about work or your to-dos, it's fucking normal. Welcome. There's nothing wrong with your brain. It's actually working by design. It's just that that design is outdated. Okay, so I took a deep breath, reminded myself of these three simple steps, like they just came out in order. It wasn't even thought of or planned. And my brain immediately calmed down. It was really powerful to see. And then as I headed out for my morning walk, my brain again offered an excuse, a delay, a reason to not do and so I just used the three steps again that I'm going to teach you here today. And I kept using them as the day went on. And not only did shit get done, it got done with ease and flow and calmness. So that's what's available for you today. This is my gift. 
um, to you. This is the gift that you get to give yourself right now today. I encourage you to take notes, to re-listen, to implement. Are you ready? Okay, so for us to get anything done, we want these three conditions to be met. And the first one comes down to our belief in our ability and skill to get it done. Simply put, do you think that you can get it done? Because if the answer is no, you are going to show up differently to if the answer is yes. Like, think about it. How do you show up to brush your teeth compared to how you show up to pursue your out there dreams and goals, your wild, ambitious fantasies? Like, I was talking with a friend yesterday. She was saying her dream, her out there wild dream, would be to open a wellness retreat space And she followed it immediately with like a nervous laugh and a comment about how it was impossible. So what is she doing towards that dream today? Nothing. Even though she's doing more than her day job, right? She's actually working full time and she also studies. She's doing finance exams. So she does have hours outside of work dedicated to something bigger. It's just right now, not believing that she can create her dream is having her use those hours for something else. So if you don't think you can succeed, you won't try. By design, that's how our brains work. They avoid failure at all costs. And this can show up in doing nothing or some of you sneaky people, you do everything else, right? This is how we find ourselves too busy, for example. Um, We are easily distracted by the things that we can do, whether it's answering emails, replying messages, laundry, like all things that we know we can do that's super important, taking care of everyone else's needs above our own, watching what they're doing, telling them what they should be eating, sleeping, wearing, doing, whatever it might be. Um, so where is, it easy, where is it easy for us to tell other people or to be busy or to get distracted with things that we know we can do over the things that we don't know that we can do? Second up, and I will add that I'm going to teach you how to create these on demand, of course, at the end, so listen up to that too. So second up is all about fun and pleasure. Our brains evolve to be motivated by fun and pleasure. And what you think is fun, you want to do more of. And I also want to say here, I always find it funny that we can do different things and find them fun and pleasurable. Like my husband enjoys video games. I do not. So he can totally get lost in these alternative worlds and I literally wouldn't play if you paid me. Like I have zero motivation because I find zero pleasure in it. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, I do get things done that I don't enjoy. (laughs) Like I do have some things I just have to get done that I don't enjoy. So we can get things done from fear, but notice how you show up to get those things done compared to things you enjoy. I think I mentioned it briefly on the podcast recently about a client who had things that she knew she was going to get done eventually because she had to get them done. She was just carrying them around on her mental to-do list for weeks. So which one, like fun or fear, which one do you think fuels you to perform better? Now, the third step to getting it done is usefulness. Right? Do you think some the thing that you are doing is useful or not? If you think it's useful, do you think you're going to show up differently than when you think there's no point and it's not going to work anyway and you don't know how it's going to work out? Right? Like, 
So that's the third step. Are you deciding that it's useful? Are you seeing it as useful or not? That is for sure going to impact how you show up. So the three steps are one, skill and ability. Two, fun and pleasure. Three, usefulness for the desired result. And most of our lives, we've been taught that these three things happen to us or are just a given, like something is just useful for a desired result. That's just the universal truth. A degree is useful for a successful career. That was one that I got told. Or we think things that we like just happen to come find us and the things that you don't like never will. Like, I just don't like video games. Um, or with skill and ability, like you're just a good listener. You're just a fast learner or a slow learner or a quick decider or a slow decider. Um, just not good with languages. That's one that I've been using. <laughs> so we think that these things happen to us and I'm here to tell you that none of it is true. It's all about perception your perceived skill and ability, the perception that you have created in your brain of fun and pleasure, what you think is useful. You already have examples in your life of skills that you have acquired, right? Like what's one thing that you can do today that at some point you couldn't? Listen to a podcast, for example. Like I know it sounds really obvious, but even searching, finding a podcast, subscribing to it, maybe those of you that have written a review, like going through that process, like you were able to do that. Maybe even sending an email. I mean, literally everything you do is something that at some point you couldn't, like even me talking right now. Next up, let's talk fun and pleasure. So I want you to think here about how what you find fun and pleasurable has already evolved in your life. Like I think about 11 year old Vicky that loved scary rides in theme parks, finding them fun and pleasurable. And I wonder what the fuck she was thinking, <laughs> like not anymore. So pause for a minute and think about something that you used to enjoy that you don't anymore. And then even something you enjoy now that you didn't used to, like food is my easy go-to here. My go-to is Brussels sprouts, wouldn't touch them at all love them now. And I hear that that's quite a common one too. And lastly, of course, is perceived usefulness. Will this help you get where you want to go or not? What makes something useful? I want you to think about that. What makes something useful? Well, we decide it is like how in Time Hackers, we focus on the usefulness of failing. If you don't think failing is useful, you will not get use from it. Our brain follows directions like a sat-nav. That's when it will go into like a spin and a drama and a spiral and a this is never going to work instead of this is how it works. Because when you see failing as useful, you are directing your brain to look for the lessons, the value, and you find it. Like I failed my driving test four times. Like it took me the fifth time to pass. So it's the opposite of what we might see as useful for someone whose goal is to drive. But each time I learned something, and not just about driving, I learned about patience, I learned about failure, I learned about perseverance, like it built so much character and a very high fear and failure tolerance that I know it's impacted where I am today in my business, in my personal life. Like I wouldn't change a thing, it was such a useful experience. Declared so by me, right? No one else is saying that. And we don't have to wait until afterwards to decide something is useful. In fact, that's the long way. When you decide something is useful up front, 
you show up differently to it and you create the usefulness on the go. Now, my friends, that is time hacking. So to finish, I'm gonna give you a simple way to check in on where you are with these three and strengthen them. And giving a few minutes to these three steps before you get shit done is the difference between getting it done or getting it delayed or deleted. It's a super powerful time hacking ninja tool for you to implement today. Okay, so first step, pick something you wanna get done. Have something in mind. It's gonna be all the difference. We want to use an actual example. Do you have it? Pause if not, and once you have it, press play again. Next up, I want you to ask yourself for each of them, what's my belief, what's my perception right now in my skill and ability, in the fun and pleasure, in the usefulness to my bigger goal? And you can mark them out of 10, 10 being the highest. Like, yes, 10, I can 100% do this. This is definitely gonna be fun. And this is, of course, going to help me achieve my goal. Or one being, I can't do this. This is absolutely not going to be fun. And it's not going to help anyway. <laughs> so those are the two extremes. Pick your number. And then once you have that awareness, you can see how, like the result, how it would have played out for you. Which is not how it's going to play out for you. Because what we're going to do now is we are going to redirect your brain on purpose. This is what we do in coaching. Right? We have the current design, the current programming of our brain, and we have this amazing ability to change it. So the simplest way to change your story around these three areas is by asking the right questions, leading with curiosity, opening up your mind to possibilities. Here are the questions to answer. Okay, You can pause and answer each one out loud, just like me and you are on the phone having a chatty conversation. Or you can write them down and answer them. Just do answer them with whatever comes to mind, okay? So, what skills and abilities do I already have that will help me here? Don't skip out on the obvious ones. Like, this is gonna build your belief that you already have some tools in the toolbox, and it's gonna remind your brain of all the tools that you've developed and your ability to create skills. So what skills and abilities do I already have that will help me here? That's gonna build that belief muscle that you have the skills and abilities. Second up, how can I make this fun? I don't care if it is your taxes. Anything can be made fun. For me, it's all about music, playing music. What is it for you? Maybe what's fun is deciding to create a reward for afterwards. Like get creative here. And the third, what's already useful about this? Notice how we are leading with it already being useful. We're not waiting for the usefulness afterwards. You want to build that detective muscle and direct it to where you want to go. And when you create the belief of skill, fun, and usefulness, it's like pouring rocket fuel under your ass. You won't be able to stop yourself from getting it done. It's why we have time hackers joining and creating change in their lives on day one of joining, <laughs> like literally day one. In this community, we stop waiting for skills, waiting for fun, and waiting for lessons, and we create them. It's the only place where you can access the Time Hackers training process, the worksheets, the community, and the coaching. So if you're listening to this podcast episode, you've been with me for well over 100 episodes. For some of you, that's over two years. And I know for some of you, that's like two weeks because I hear from you how you love binging it. And I want you to think about what will be different for you when you join Time Hackers. 
you will gain the skills and abilities of a time hacker. You will have more fun like immediately and you will be taking the most useful step towards creating what you really want out of your one precious life. So soon the only thing the only thing you'll be saying is I wish I joined sooner. So the link is in the show notes to sign up and I look forward to seeing you guys inside. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickylouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.